Hello and welcome to the latest episode of New Balls Please podcast. We're back, back better than ever. We've just had a nice little hit of tennis this evening in the pouring rain. Yeah, it's nice. But we survived. We're here to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. Been home, dried off. French Open's on. And here we are, ready to go, ready to play, ready to uh, start the game. What more can you want? Exactly. We're, what, we're four days now into the French Open. Mm-hmm. Grand Slam season is well and truly upon us. I have got Wimbledon tickets. I'm very excited. I have not, but I'm still excited. Yeah, still, it's, still yeah, excited. It's, it's the perks, you know, having a having a daddy pays his membership mm. fees, and when you don't, so yeah. and they're happening to be on holiday whilst Wimbledon's on. So really, dreamy, pretty ideal to be honest. What day have you? What day have you got tickets for? Uh, I have first week Thursday centre court. Mm. So I feel like that's quite a good choice to go for because. First week, you guaranteed like at least three, four matches on centre court. Mm-hmm. You've got the roof. Um, um, earlier, like, earlier on as well, you can cruise well, and go around the other courts. Yeah, exactly. But also the 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 the, the, uh, the games start earlier because oh, it's the first week rather than the second week. Oh, so the games okay. start early, so you get more stuff on. And even if some of the games going to be kind of like Federer playing, kind of like I don't know, someone who's like Tim just Edmund. just around the top one hundred. Yeah, Tim Edmund. It's like it's it's gonna be good fun. They're gonna be exciting matches to watch. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll mm-hmm. be a, it'd be sad not to be with you this year. Yeah, I will be sad for that. Um, but such is life. But yeah, those those and first round matches are more like more quickies, aren't they? Yeah, like, this games. this would be second round. Yeah, second round matches. Oh, yeah, second second round. round, but like it's still the quickies. You know, they're a uh, the good ones to see. I'm excited for it's it. It's an it's an in and out job for Roger, that isn't it? Like, yeah, it should be. Well, the way him and Rafa have been playing so far at the French, it should be in and out. Yeah, it? I mean, it's very much end it, never call the opponent again. Yeah, sever ties, done. Just goodbye. See you later. That's what Roger does. The boy that he is. So yeah, we're full into the French Open at the minute. You've been watching much of the French Open, Andy? Um, not been able to catch much this week, unfortunately. But today I caught some of the home favourite. Joe Willie Songer oh, against, against Nishikori. And yeah, I feel like Songer is very, he's got a big streak of Tim Hammond in him. Joe Willie Songer. He is the French people's hero. He's been to the semis of the French, but he's never done it. And he is very much, sadly, on a downward trajectory. Getting on a bit, isn't he? Poor mm-hmm. Joe Wilfred Songer. Yeah. When it. Fun fact: When we were, when we used to, um, this is when you were playing the age group above us because you were just too good for us. Yeah, like, yeah. Me and me and the pals I played with, we all have you know we're all pretending we were different professionals because we were that cool back in the mm-hmm, day. Of course. And I was always Joe Wilford Songer, mate. Nice. And but you know what? I don't feel like I'm on the decline. I feel like I'm on I'm on my way up. I feel like I'm like young Joe Wilford Songer. I've restart. I've refound my love for uh, playing tennis, and I'm back into it, mate. And you've got you've yeah. got you've got the look of him as well. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I'm, I'm stacked. To be fair, we have been hitting the gym. That's, so. that's that's a good question, though. Who is? Because I think I've got an answer in my head for myself. Well, who, who you'd be? Yeah. Who would your like style playing style be more similar to? Because I'm being honest with myself. I'm not saying I'm okay. Because I'm not okay. Tell me who you are. I'm gonna I think, think. I think from the t- I've thought this for a while now because he's not been on the scene recently much. But, um, and I've met this guy as well, so maybe that <laughs> brings some, but um, Thomas Burditch. Yeah, I can see that to be fair. Just kind of, just kind of like, his, back, yeah. his backhand does a job, but he's got quite a nice forehand and quite like a decent service tall. I've got sim- similar-ish, similar-ish build. I think, I think Thomas Burditch, if I was in the, 
on the ATP tour, I think I'll be Thomas Burditch. Just getting the job I done. Was... Not winning anything, but I'm making a living and I'm getting the job done. I'd say for myself, I was going to go around and Marin Cilic for similar mm. reasons because yeah, pretty good serve. Yeah. Forehands can be banging. Yeah. Like, like tonight when we played, I hit some lovely forehands. Mm-hmm. Um, backhand... yeah, he, hit, he hits quite a flat. flat yeah, flat like ball. me. He yeah. hits a flat ball. I see that. But also is capable of putting a bit of a looper in there, putting mm-hmm. some decent top spin in. Net play is all right, not amazing. Same with the backhand, but the serve can do a job once it goes in. I see that. Yeah. I see that a lot. I feel that. I feel a bit... Unfortunately, he lost today. So, but I, I won today, so I don't want to boast. But I don't, <laughs> don't want to boast, but I beat Andy in doubles. But we'll come to that yeah. later. That's a, that's, a, that's a story for later because yeah. Andy's got some venting to do today. <laughs> wow. it's, yeah, it's a tricky one. But yeah, big Grigor Dimitrov. Five-set thriller against Chilich, mate. Exactly. What a game. He's, just... a, he's a beautiful man as well. He's, yeah, he's he's a lucky lad. Is he still with Sharapova or are they? I think no, that's... that's... Ended. Ended. But, mate, yeah, that was like an absolutely thriller of a game. That's The worst thing about having a job now is that I can't just sit down and watch French Open all day. I, I, I'd be very tempted to book off work during Wimbledon. Uh, that's what I am doing. <laughs> to go down yeah. for a day, that's what I've... Uh, yeah, I've sorted that. But... Done. That is a holiday mm. in my book. That is a legit holiday. But yeah, sad days. That was a sad day for uh, Marin Cilic. But you know what? I think um, Dimitrov will come through it. Well, he's came, he's coming through, and he's like, he's got the potential to be class. It does. He's got everything. He's got he's got the shots. He's got the athleticism, his fitness. He's got the sponsorship from Nike and yeah. Wilson, like Federer. It's the full package. But then sometimes when you watch him play, it's like that. There's no brain in there. Yeah. Sometimes a, he can just lose it. He's a beautiful boy, but. Bit fiery. Nothing going on, on the inside, maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's to what? Oh, what's that? Well, that's just like um. What is that word? That's not the right word to use. But I was going to call him a bimbo. <laughs> <laughs> not sure how accurate that is. I don't know. Can you say dense or is that too harsh? That's probably too. I think that's probably too harsh. I don't think he's dense. I think perhaps he, you know he's just a bit indecisive. But lacks a bit of focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Like somebody else we know. Who lost threw his to- threw his toys out the pram literally yeah. Yeah. in Rome? Who who's that? Who are we on about? He threw so many toys out the pram, like jeez, he broke the pram, kicked and he the, kicked the pram and killed the, the child, pram. didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and he ruined everything. And who's that we're talking about? Nasty, nasty Nick. Nasty not from, Nick, not off of EastEnders, but off of tennis. And Nick he went he went on an absolute savage one as well, didn't he? With his interview, so he, he for any context, if anyone's not seen it. He got a call given against him, um, went over to the umpire, started swearing, got Dr. Game, decided that he'd throw, uh, he decided that he'd throw his chair, mm. his, his chair onto the uh, court, decided that he'd throw all sorts onto the court, um, and then stormed off, didn't do any autographs, obviously, because he was not happy, and yeah, and then he stormed off and was basically having a massive rant about everybody, he said what, he said... He said, Novak just wants to be like Federer. He's never going to be that good. He just wants to be liked. Just wants... Something about, I can't remember what he said about Rafa. He said something about he's annoying or... Yeah. And... Randomly about Fernando Vadasco. Really rogue, yeah. Yeah. What's he done? Yeah, I know. But then also, but then he was like really nice about Andy Murray and the same thing. Mm. He was just like, I love Andy Murray and he's just, he deserves more respect. And I mean, he does, but... But, you know, I think you can also judge judge a man... By how he speaks of his enemies as well as much as his friends. Yeah, so I think that's a lot to be said for Nick Kyrgios there. He's gonna make no no friends by bad mouthing everyone. No, he's not. Is Nick Kyrgios? I think he needs to 
Stop throwing his tools out the pram and have a long, long, hard look in a mirror. Yeah, he's, he's, he's. I think he needs a big hug. I think somebody needs to say, what's, what's, what's actually wrong there, Nick? And he'll start moaning about umpires for 10 minutes. And then you just have to, like, goodwill hunting. Just be like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. He needs a big Robin Williams type character just to, just to give him a hug and tell him it's not his fault. Maybe I, maybe I should go and, um, coach him, you know, just calm him down a bit. Like, maybe. I, um, one of the one of the people I work with, one of the she's a new newly elected MEP actually. She um oh, someone's doing well. I um she says I'm very good at candidate calming. It just when so everything's getting a bit too much, they get a bit stressed. I'm very good at just bringing them down to a level, and bringing them down, you know, just just to be quite mellow and just chilled out a bit. Maybe maybe I'm what Nick Curios needs. Yeah, Nick Curios is what yeah. I yeah I am what he needs. Yeah, you just yeah something in the drink every now and then. And then he'd just be very very. He'd mellow. just be mellow, and I think he'd have a good time, wouldn't he? He'd be yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he said, "Was it? He's, he's, he's just basically, he just needs to calm down a bit." Mm. And he that, withdrew, and he withdrew from his first round match against Cam Laurie. That's why yeah, he got three. He, he slagged off the French Open as well. Yeah, he said he was like, "Oh, French Open's rubbish. I only want to play at Wimbledon." It's like, well, so does everyone, mate. But mm. as part of your job as a professional tennis player, you are obliged to play more tournaments than just Wimbledon. Yeah, obviously, you'd love to play Wimbledon all year round. But you can't. But what's the what's saying you want to slay some dragon before you get to the princess or something in the tower? Yeah, tell that to Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> Topical. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, well, that's actually, if you've yeah. not watched it by now, what yeah. are you doing? What have you been doing? Yeah, I mean, you missed it. Unless you've been watching the French Open, in which case... It's finished sorry. by then, mate. Yeah, but... yeah that's true. <laughs> you've, been so, you've been so excited and so prepped for the French Open. That you, oh, you can't watch anything else, can't do anything else. Maybe it's just, yeah, I mean, maybe, oh, yeah, you'd, you'd watched all the Italian Open before that and you were, you know, you were ready to go, you were ready to carry on. You were just on your high horse, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, fair enough. I mean, Game of Thrones, brilliant. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, other French Open action, Kedders absolutely smashed it in a five set thriller, mate, mm-hmm. against uh, Jeremy Chardy, wasn't it? Jeremy Chardy. Yeah, oh. And I watched. I watched a couple of sets of that on the. I think it was on Sunday. It I was saw on. the highlights. Then. I was in a bad place. I was very hungover. And um, <laughs> but basically, I was. I was so surprised because, like, I always knew it was gonna be a hostile atmosphere. But he was getting booed and all sorts. Like it was proper, like savage. And I swear, at Wimbledon, it's never, never that bad. It's never normally that much of a. No, the French can definitely turn on, turn on players pretty quick. Yeah. There's definitely a different atmosphere in the French crowd than there is the, the Wimbledon crowd. Oh, well, I've just got, a, just got a picture up of Cam Norrie, and I've actually got his T-shirt. You're wearing his shorts right now, actually. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll send, we'll send a photo to the viewers on Instagram. Yeah. That's uh, Yeah, he's got his got his shorts on. Not, well, I haven't stolen. They're not his. I've bought uh, the same pair of shorts from a, from a sports retailer. I've not stolen Cam, and, Cam and Norrie's shorts. Yeah, but he lost the world number 273, so yeah, a bit of a... Yeah, he didn't just lose. He got a got a tank in. He got absolutely hammered. Because he got through pretty far in in uh, in the Italian Open in Rome. I can't remember how far he got, but he did pretty well. So I was a bit yeah. It was mysteriously poor, according to this writer in the Metro newspaper. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, maybe she wants to get to Wimby. Yeah, I think he's just waiting for Wimby. But you know what? He'll get there. Yeah, He'll blame, play. You can blame him. You can blame him. Wimby is the place to be. Uh-huh. Uh, what else happened so far in the Australian Open? Oh, it's French Open. Murray and Suarez, the last tournament together, lost in the mm-hmm. first round, gutted. Yeah, they parted good. ways. Yeah, good for those boys. That's sad. They break it, they're breaking up, going separate ways. But it sounds like it's Jamie who instigated it. 
Yeah, I'm not sure who he's going with from now. He's getting he's getting on a bit, you know. Mm. I think he's looking for someone potential to win his last few Grand Slams with then. Looking for a younger model. Looking to trade in Bruno Suarez for a younger, yeah. younger model. I don't know. He's, imagine if it was like him and Dom Inglot, like <laughs> back the Brits, like straight through. But then in terms of the doubles, Cam Norrie may have done terrible in the singles, but him and big Dan Evans, mate, mm. they won the first round today. Oh, absolutely. So big, I mean, big night, big night in Paris for Dan Evans. Man. Yeah, they lost the first and they won the next two. He's so gonna, I was like, fair play to the boys. They've done pretty well. He's gonna be loving it, Dan Evans. I think Cam Norrie needs to keep him on, keep him on a leash. Just yeah, like, come keep, on, Dan. Keep him very much at an arm's length. Uh, Paris is a great place to go out. Plenty of bars. Mm. I can tell you that. Too, Paris is too, fantastic. Too, too many, but too many for Dan mm. Evans, and he should be kept on a leash out near Roland Garros, at the far end in of the, Paris, in the hotel. Yes, and should not be allowed with, out. Yeah, with an un- unstocked mini bar as well. Only water in the mini bar and protein shakes. Water and protein shakes, please, Dan <laughs> Evans. Keep it at that. That's, that is your diet. <laughs> and then looking across to uh, the women's side of the draw, mm-hmm. Joe Conta, mate. This is the third. She she smashed the first round, mm-hmm. smashed the last round, mate. She's getting through it, you know. She's been playing decent recently. Well. She got to the final in one of the was it Rome? It was Rome as well. She got to the final. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, fair play to her. She seems to have. Had a bit of a dip in form, and she's back there now. Though she's this is the first furthest she's ever got in the French. Yeah, and I mean, fair play to her. I quite, I quite like her. Mm-hmm. I think she, I think she's a really good player, and um, I'm glad to see her back where she was because I think she has definitely got the potential to be a top ten player. She's been there before. Yeah, for sure. And I think hopefully she's got over whatever issues she's had, and she's yeah. And I think now now Andy Murray's just chilling, hitting balls against the wall, uh, lazy. Um, I think she. <laughs> I think it's a great time for her to take the mantle on as well. She's be our best. A, she is be the, the best face age. and be the real face of of British tennis. And you know what? She's also sponsored by LS. Is she? Yeah, mate. She's also sponsored Maybe by LS. Got, well, it'd be weird if I had her t-shirt. I was gonna say if you had her t-shirt or her score, yeah. like skirt, yeah. you'd be <laughs> <Yeah>. a bit <laughs> would be slightly creeped out. Yeah. Uh, other news in the women's game: Angie Kerber, my hot tip, my uh, my backing for this tournament yeah. out in the first round. I can't remember who I backed. Um, I think did you go for I think you might have gone for Garbina Muguruza oh yeah probably did um, she, I think yeah, she's, she's she's carving her way through the draw mate she's she's, she's a great player I mean player. you've 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 gone great there so I I went for Angie Kerber and you went for Garbina Muguruza mm-hmm. and in the men's you went for Novak in the in the men's I went for Juan Martin Del Potro yeah but I do remember changing it to Dominic Team because we didn't think he was going to mm. play but Juan Martin's been playing mate so, so you're, you're sticking with it then. I'm going to stick with Hamati and you. Yeah, I'm going to retrack and go back to where I was, retrace my Fair steps. Enough. See how bizarre you went for a Magrutha. But you're not. French and Wimbledon double. Yeah, I think that's possible, mate. I think that's entirely plausible. Who knows? But yeah, Asaka and Serena both had close calls, but they both come through. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the thing with the three, three sets. Yeah. It gets quite, it gets it's, quite nervy. It's nervy. Well, and then it's. It's been a tricky one because the women's draw, but Ostapenko has been knocked out and so has Wozniacki. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of a bigger discussion point to say kind of like, what is happening in the women's game? Why is it so different to the men's game at the top? Uh, like, if you if you look back at the Grand Slam women, winners last year, so the women's, you had Australian Open was won by Wozniacki, French by Halep, Wimbledon by Kerber, US by Osaka. But then you look at the men's, you had Fed, Federer won the Australian, Rafa won the French, and then Novak won one was in the US. Like mm-hmm. they are the constant, like consistent trio in the men's. Mm-hmm. I guess you took in Murray and Stan as well. Yeah, but then the women's game is just so open. Like, why do you think that is? Uh, I think, I think at first it's because Serena now isn't as good. She kind of had a monopoly. Yeah, that's she true. she was the best by so far. 
she was the best by so much that no one was like on that level. Because mm. I think it will be similar when um, the top three finally retire from the men's. But there's the three of them pushing each other all the time. It's that top level. Yeah. Serena's never had... I don't think she's ever really had like a sustained she's, rival. She's only ever had, I feel, like Venus and yeah. Maria Sharapova have been the two... I, I, I'd say they'd arguably probably been her biggest two rivals, but... But nothing compared no, to nothing no. compared to like the three the three in the men's. They've kind of no. came and got came and went those challenges, and she's been, yeah, and she's been the top, but the best by so much. I think yeah, it's it's really interesting because you look at it and she did play in a couple of the finals last year and she did she lost like she got beaten fair and square, yeah. but she was coming back from being pregnant and mm-hmm. all sorts. But like she's what she's th- she's thirty seven now, and I think that's kind of. It is a time for some of these new players to come knocking on the door. And we've seen Asaka, she she won the US last year and she's won the Australian already this year. Like yeah. She's slowly getting there, but... Because I was actually surprised that like, Asaka's number one. Yeah. Because it seemed... It, I don't know, it seems she was, like... She was close when, to losing her ranking, I think, when, but... When you're watching Serena, I think you just get the feeling like, wow, like she's so much better. And she's like, imperiously good. But then mm. when you're watching... Like, I love Magrutha, like, Osaka's a good player as well. When you watch them, you always think that they can just chuck a loss in. The dominance sometimes. just isn't quite there, is it? It's mm. just, it's it's a tricky one. It's like, maybe the aura. I think so. I think players go out thinking that, yeah, yeah, probably can probably beat Osaka if play well. I feel I feel like it's like an adjustment stage at the top of the women's game because yeah. the men's game has been so concrete well, for the past few years. Also, I think uh, maybe best of five in the, in the slams has something to do with it. Cause yeah. Because you, you do get more freak results and different winners in like the Masters level yeah like Zverev's one of Masters I was going to say Zverev's a huge example you, of that isn't he yeah you can do it you can do it at that level like it's probably form wise it's probably been top three or top four at least yeah in at like ATP level but then when it gets to Sam's best of five you can't do it I think I don't know if that's something because he's, he's our age isn't he so I don't know if he's kind mm. of developing as a player and you know, kind of growing up Maybe. But I don't know. Then again, you see Fed and Nadal and Djokovic were dominating from the age of 22, 23. They were already up there. But yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting thing to think about. If you've got any thoughts, write into us. Mm. Yeah. Um, Next topic I I wanted to discuss was... um, So last week, I had a match. Mm -hmm. Um, Cracking game. Second, We lost the first set. Second set was this one service game lasted 18 minutes. 18 minutes? 18 minutes on the opposition, and there must have been about at least 20 juices. Honestly, it just kept going back and back and back, and eventually, I think his back just went with bloke, and he, he put a double fault in on the advantage side, and we won it. But, like, it was crazy. So it kind of made me think, like, if you're playing a, a juice game for that long... Now I know in some of the slams at the minute they got they got a breaker in the in the um, fifth set mm-hmm. six all. Do you think that at some point when juice is going on for like at least fifteen twenty things there should be a sudden death, or do you think you have got to keep going? What are your th- what are your thoughts uh, on this? I think in singles it should just go on forever in ad yeah. infinitum. But I think in doubles like pro doubles now they've kind of done away with. I think they've pretty much done away with juices. Have they? they? I think I think they still have Mike Stoddard in the slams, but because I think Wimbledon might be the only. One. I think Wimbledon still do best of five doubles. Best yes, of five sets doubles. But I don't know. I think doubles is a quicker game. It's meant to be a quicker game. 
So I'd, de I'd definitely reduce the juices. Well, there's a lot more. There's a lot more opportunities to kind of intercept and, and finish off points. Yeah. There's a lot the more opportunities. Yes, though. they are. There's a lot more opportunities in singles. Uh, I see. For me, I I love the ability just to keep going and going, and I think that's one of the best things about tennis is that it's your stamina. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that there isn't a thing. And I think that game I really enjoyed because of how long mm -hmm. it went on for. Like it was two sets and went on for two hours. Like it was a really long match. And I really kind of enjoy that intensity. Yeah. And I think that's kind of that. That's almost what divides. I feel like a lot of tennis players in their abilities that they can they keep it up for however long, or are they just a short burst package who want to hit their points, hey. hit their shots, win their points, and just go for it? Like mm -hmm. it's it's something I really enjoy, and I think it's. Something that we can't get rid of, but I know a lot of people who would happily get rid of it, and that's what they were saying in the bar after the game. They were saying like, "Oh, we should have had sudden death after like five juices or something." I was like, "No, that's where you're wrong." Stamina pays. Stamina pays. Mm -hmm. Pays the bills, doesn't it? And mm -hmm. you know, it shows that as more, tennis isn't as a. Yep. A lot of people have this negative perception that tennis is a bit of a lazy sport, a bit of a whimsical sport, like. This is some of the lads I was telling at hockey the other week. Last week I was saying, oh, it's keeping tennis to be here tonight. And they were like, oh, tennis, what a weak sport. And I was like, well, people said that about hockey. And mm. I'm like, well, I, I can, you know, vouch for both. They're both pretty tiring games. Like They both mm -hmm. have their own merits. And mm -hmm. tennis, I think, as soon as it gets a bad rep as a sport, you know? Mm -hmm. It does. I think it's one of the the reasons, like, it goes, on, it goes on for a while. Sure, I get that. But similar to cricket that's what makes it good yeah whereas like football hockey like blow the whistle like oh boring yes yeah. play to the death play, just, yeah. yeah it's literally a fight to the death yeah. tennis yeah it is like if you there's no draws in tennis no you can't draw if you lose that's you it. die you die <laughs> yeah you can't draw when you play the yeah when you play the game of tennis you win or you die yeah and that is the other rules <laughs> then the rules so an exciting thing now is that uh, I have a fun and exciting quiz for one Mr. Phillips here oh, to do. I love quizzes. And I know you love quizzes and I know your tennis knowledge is pretty up there. I like to think so, yeah. So this quiz is all about um, <laughs> about tennis roofs. Okay. So a bit niche. niche, niche yeah. But we, I know we got you slightly the other week on the programme about Wimbledon Court 1 getting a roof. So this I is love, I love quizzes. Well, we've tried pointers before. Shows how much I love quizzes. Yeah, we have and done pointers before. This is this is a true fact because I can't. I very I can very rarely I very rarely get the t get the time or chance or opportunity to catch pointers when it's broadcast at seventeen fifteen. BST. <laughs> so Wait. what I do I watch pointers sometimes at like eight or nine. <laughs> Well, just uh, just at home, just an eye player before yeah. the gym, after the so, gym, yeah, just before after the gym. <laughs> I, honestly, I watch pointless. I love pointless. So no, yeah, I'm. So if you're saying, oh, I can't watch pointless because whatever, whatever, you can watch it on eye player. So it's available every day. I'm not gonna lie, I've also been guilty of doing that on my uh, year abroad when I arrived in France, a bit homesick. Watched some homes under the hammer on eye player, and then it went on to pointless. Yeah, and Oof. I was mate loving life. Sat in this hotel room because my flat wasn't ready. Yeah. sat there just I spent a day watching I reckon I watched about seven episodes of Pointless and my general knowledge was still pretty mediocre did you not did you get any Pointless or not I did get I, th I can't remember but I remember getting one and I'd getting say, really excitable about it I'd say it. on average i probably get one Pointless every two every two shows I think 
Yeah, on average, over the whole show. It's when, so, it's when something like Shakespeare's literature comes up, I'm like, brilliant. Yeah. Like, like I can't do that. But, yeah. you know. Sport, pretty good at. History, I'm quite good at. I should be better at that. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that jazz. Yeah, politics I'm depressingly bad at. <laughs> right. So, if you, if you want to do this quiz yourself, uh, you can head over to the BBC Sport website, slash tennis, slash 4825295. Mm-hmm. <laughs> aka Wimbledon caught one roof you will you that. raise the roof or spring a leak in our quiz That's, that could have been phrased yeah, better. Could be a lot better makes it sound like well I'm not going to say that it's obviously what it sounds like <laughs> right question one mm-hmm. a decade ago Wimbledon opened its first roof on centre court what was the first competitive match to be played under it was it A Andy Murray versus Stan Wawrinka B Amelie Moresmo versus Dinara Safina. C. Roger Federer versus Robin Soderling. Legend. Or D. Venus Williams versus Anna Ivanovic. Right. No, I remember. I actually remember watching the Andy Murray versus Stan Marinka match. And I know that that was played under a roof. It was. But I don't know if it was the first one. But because that's the only one I know was definitely played under a roof, I'm going to go for that one. Andy okay. Murray, Andy Murray, Stan Marinka. Oh. oh, and that's actually the most common answer people have gone for. So we got to use the same logic. Yes, the winner was Amelie Moresmo versus Dinara Safina. Oh. There you go. Uh, the match one, that though. followed that was Andy Murray versus Stan Wawrinka. Oh. The first match, first full match we played under the roof. There you go. So, so the rain close. started halfway through in the yeah. other one. There you go. Right, close. Next question: What did Serena Williams threaten to do? If the roof was not closed during her 2016 Wimbledon fourth round win over Svetlana Kuznetsova, was it A, Sue Wimbledon, B, walk off the court, C, scream very loudly, or D, never play at Wimbledon again? Wow. Well, that's a bold I'm call. Ch- to I'm, that yeah, one. I'm just trying to, get into Serena, trying to get into the psyche of Serena Williams there. What would she do? What would she do? I, th- I think what she would do is scream. Because yeah, that seems. I don't know. She gets angry a lot. <laughs> okay, so your final answer is scream very loudly. Yeah. Incorrect. No. She threatened to sue Wimbledon. Well, that, that's just ridiculous. Unlikely. Apparently, she said, "Can't they just close the roof? If I get hurt, I'm suing him." Ooh. And that was about referee Andrew Jarrett. Ooh, Terrible. Out. That. Watch, watch out, out, Andrew Jarrett. Jarrett. Yeah. yeah. Well, the most amount of people went for um, walk off the court, which I think would have been a classic Serena move. But... Yeah. Yeah, maybe, scre- maybe screaming was a bit harsh. Yeah, sure. I mean, 7%, it was the lowest chosen answer, but yeah. you know what? It's <laughs> You're in her mindset there, mate, yeah, you know? Next question. Which Grand Slam event was the first to have a roof over one of its show courts? Ooh. Australian, the French, Wimbledon, or US? I think I could get egg on my face here, but this is <laughs> I'm quite confident <laughs> that I'm going to say the Australian. Okay. Correct. Yes. <laughs> 1988. Off the mark. 1988. That's huge. That's like that's re- that's proper retro yeah. roof there. It's impressive. Trailblazers. Yeah. Next, which Britain featured in the first competitive match we played on the current court one, which opened in 1997? Was it A. Big Greg Rosetsky, B. Sam Smith, not to be confused with the singer, C. Tim Henman, or D. Jamie Delgado I of watched, Andy Murray's fame. I watched recently, I caught recently like the opening of the court one roof. 
and they literally had a montage on like its history. <laughs> so you should, yeah, Mate, you should I, be smashing all these answers. I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing Tim Henman on it, and ninety-seven makes sense. I'm gonna go with Tim Henman, and who wouldn't go with Tim Henman? Could... Because it's the correct answer. Yes. Come on down, Big Tim. He beat Daniel Nestor in straight sets. Mm. Fair. Love Tim Henman. Oh look at look how yeah, young he is in that there. photo. Slazinger. Don't see them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, good looking lads. Slazinger. So, which Grand Slam tennis arena oh. roof closes the fastest? Wow. Wimbledon Centre Court, Wimbledon Court One, the Arthur Ashe, or the Rod Laver? I'm going to try, probably misplaced here, I'm going to try and use logic. No, I'm not. I was going to say Court One because it's the smallest roof. But the newest sure. roof as well. Yeah, but then Centre, I think Centre had a big bragging about how theirs is the quickest because, you know, they're super quick. Oh. Rod, Le- Rod Laver's old. It's an old roof. Surely it's yeah. not. Uh, I'm trying to visualise Centre Court and Court 1, which is like the biggest circumference of roof. You've been on both? Yeah, but I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I think Centre Court goes quicker. Right. It's oh, the Rod Laver! Laver. used to take 30 minutes, but new technology oh. means it takes just five minutes. Wimbledon Centre Court is 10 minutes. Court 1 is 8 to 10. Oh, right. And so, Arthur Ashe is five and I a half. Wrong. I was wrong. Really wrong. Yeah, you were <laughs> the there. Um, when Marin Cilic lost to Roger Federer in the 2018 Australian Open final, why was the Croat unhappy about playing under the roof? Oh. It was too noisy, too cold, too dark, or he couldn't work on his tan. Well, I think the last one is unlikely. I think it's either too cold or too noisy. Surely it's not too noisy. Where is it? Because the acoustics change a lot. The acoustics do change. Uh, I'm going to regret this either way, I think. I would I would like to say that because it was too cold. Correct. Yeah. Oh. Smashing it. Whew. He said it was way, way cooler and it's difficult to adjust. Yeah. So which of these, court, which of these has the biggest roof? Centre Court, Court 1, Arthur Ashe or Rod Laver? Okay, well I'm going to try and Reverse my own logic, then. It's, I'd say Senate Court. Oh, oh it's Arthur Ashe. <laughs> 20,000 square metres. The same size as 17 Olympic-sized swimming pools. That's a lot. Huge. That's a lot of swimming pools. <laughs> Why was the 2018 Wimbledon semi-final between Rafa and Novak played under the roof when it went into a second day? It was raining, too hot, started under the roof the previous day, or dark? I remember watching this match. It was a classic match, such a good match. I think Novak won, like... 6-4, even 8-6 in the fifth. What a match. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it was number three. I think it was because it had started under the roof the previous day. And you'd be absolutely oh. right, Andy Phillips. Wow, a lot of people know that. Yeah. It's well boring. played. It's because the, the earlier match of John Isner, Kevin Anderson took six and a half yeah. hours and that was boring. Match. That was terrible. So, mm. And there we are. You got four out of eight. Yeah. So the BBC say, good effort. A few drops of rain. But that won't stop you enjoying your tennis. Yeah, and, that, that, and that was up to us tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's a pretty yeah. good philosophy. Yeah, I like have. that. But what stopped you enjoying your tennis tonight, Andy? Oh, I mean, well, well, actually, first of all, um, thought I thought I had tennis elbow. Don't have tennis elbow. I think I've just pulled a muscle. But, yeah. Um, so definitely check the check whether you don't have tennis elbow before you're playing tennis. That's key. Yeah. I found out that. It's very painful. Yeah, because I don't think I've ever had it before. But, so yeah, it's like a tendon. 
I hope. On your forearm. Forearm tendon. Right yeah. forearm tendon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why you've strained that. Andy. No, no further questions at this point. Um, but yeah, in addition to that, sometimes, sometimes, uh, sometimes if you take a lover, they, <laughs> you will have things you like about them. You will have things you don't like about them. And you'll have to be with them anyway until you die. <laughs> that is how I feel sometimes when I'm on a tennis court. With <laughs> I didn't know if you were talking about your tennis elbow or about no, your double. <laughs> about the doubles. <laughs> That's how it feels sometimes. Um, I don't know, it's just when the chemistry's not there. It's hard. You know? I, th- I think we'd set a high standard because you and I played against, it, well, played with each other the other week, and mm-hmm. obviously we had a very fun game, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's hard, you know. Sometimes when you when you doubles partner, you don't see eye to eye. Yeah, it's difficult. It is difficult, and that, yeah, I think you need like a bit of doubles doubles therapy. Not yes, therapy, double double yeah. therapy, but because yeah, it's good. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing. <laughs> and you can do you can play all the shots but sometimes sometimes listening is just as important as being able to yeah. play tennis in doubles isn't it yeah I it's agree not, it's not just about the tennis you think about it today I, I realised that I realised you know what yeah, he's he's trying too hard mm-hmm. so I just I thought you know what I'm just going to get this ball back in play make mm-hmm. him play just make him hit the that's ball the key, that's the key rule of tennis that is the key rule of tennis mm-hmm. make him play one and more I, ball so and I was putting pass. a lot of deep like loopers in there, like a lot of like mm-hmm. big whippy like forehands in the back, and he just I don't know what it was. Just I mean, t- tennis is all about kind of deceiving and outfoxing the opponent, yeah. in whatever way you can. I see. Watch Rafa Nadal play. People are throwing deep balls, throwing different spins, drop shot. Like it's not just about slapping the ball. No, absolutely. It's talking of drop shots, you hit an incredible drop shot against me tonight. It was, and I think, I think, club, I think club tennis is the real home of that kind of tennis as well. Yes, mixing it up, different slices, different spins. But yeah, but yeah. Sometimes, sometimes in a doubles partner, it's not always the two two best players who, no. play, who play who play well. It's if it's if the partnership works, if the partnership gels. Well, that's I, what I'd, it's all about. I'd be the first to say out the four of us there tonight. I'm the weakest. Perhaps not got all the skills in the locker. But who won the sets? But who won both sets? Mm-hmm. You know, me and my partner, we clicked very well. Mm-hmm. Played it. We played pretty well. Like we, we just kept going at it. We both, you know, made Same. a mistake. We apologised. Mm-hmm. We just carried on, and we just percentages. That's it. Percentage shots. Mm-hmm. And I do have to say, there was one rally where I think I hit like. What was that? I hit that forehand right across that winner, like a whip. That, that, that was one of the best shots. That was, that was probably five. Good forehands in a row. I I was hitting my forehand all your, nice. All your ducks in a row. I was yeah, and also I put that put that one ace against your partner that I just put out wide mm-hmm. and a couple, a couple I think he'd put he'd put two in a row against me so I was like right my turn revenge yeah Rewenge. yeah well the thing is you were hitting some lovely drop shots tonight and you were looking at the delicate yeah. things were going well for you tonight I you were that. that's a bit of tennis that I love that's that's what I enjoy yeah that's what I need Nothing to get better, better. That's Nothing the, better. yeah. So, um, I guess we're coming near to, the, near, near to the end of our time now. We're getting, what, 35 minutes into this episode. It's mm-hmm. Time flies. Time flies when you're having just, fun. Just the last, last thing. So, you got you got Hemman Hill. Yes. Wimby. Yeah. And uh, I was reading that they're, at the French Open, they're, propo- they're proposing 
a similar similar hill, probably based off the success of Tim Hemman. They've probably looked at that and think, what do we want? We want a hill like that. We want Tim Hemman. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't get Tim <laughs> You Hemman. can't have him. They can't have him. He's copyrighted. <laughs> Hemman Hill. So when they christen that new patch of land, what should they christen it as in France? <laughs> John, this reminds me of... <laughs> this reminds me of, you know, Alan Partridge. He's like... Idea for a TV program: <laughs> Millennium Barn Dance, hosted by Jet from Gladiators at Yeovil Aerodrome. That's what this yeah, reminds me I, of. Yeah, just like I think youth, full partridge. Yeah, youth hustling with Chris Eubank. Yeah. Well, good... <laughs> oh, mate, I, to be fair, like all jokes aside, before they build a hill, put a roof on your courts. Yeah. Wow. Put a roof on, or invest in Hawkeye. Do something sensible. I love how kind of how big excuse language they're just absolute shit out as the French <laughs> they, they love it they, I think they probably know they probably know how inadequate they are but I think they, to be fair I that's think, kind of their USP yeah, I was about to say that's, that's how they are at they Grand are, Slam they, like are they, the, just... they are the shithouse slam they, they really are <laughs> but to be fair if it's raining no, sorry mate can't play <laughs> nothing we can do <laughs> cheers there is literally there's one name for that hill in my eyes it's Rafa's Ridge. Rafa's Ridge. Rafa is the king of the French. Like I, I agree. But like what what else could you call I, it? Like Rafa's it, Ridge is just I think in the same spirit or well you could probably help your language there. Like mm. what's the what's the French word for hill? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just accessing Google Translate quickly. Cause like a mountain is obviously Montagne. Montfis is Montagne. Monfils' mountain. Oh yeah, Monfils' montagne. Because I think I feel like Monfils' songa. Oh okay. Yeah. They're like the people's champions. Yeah. You know. So like similar to Hemman, I think the French would get behind the, the fact that they're kind of losers. Yeah, I've I've reliably re- reliably been informed. Just, you just remembered it. I just remembered that a hill is called une colline. Colline. Is anyone called Collins? Like Collins Colleen? Yeah, that'd like, be good. Yeah, I can't really think of anybody um, else apart from that. There's no alliteration there, is there, with the C? Keller's is Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of anybody like who's relatively been smashing it in the French. Who's begins <laughs> with a C? Contas Colleen. <laughs> Any suggestions? Right into us. I go. I. Stand by Montfises Montagne. So you're going for Montfises Montagne, and I'm yeah. going for uh, Rafa's Ridge. Mm-hmm. You must be the to do with Songa. Yeah. Songa's Songa's summit. Mm. Yeah. Songa. Yeah. But he's again. He's never won it. No. But then Tim. Tim never won Wimbledon. Yeah. So I but think, he, he think, is the spirit of Wimbledon, I guess. Exactly, and um, I think Monfils or Songa is like the spirit of the French as well. To be fair, Monfils. Monfils loves it. Ma- he's a maverick. Mm. He just Shot loves maker. it. And the crowd loving. Oh well, this is like French. They're mavericks because no roof, no Hawkeye. Like we're talking about absolute losers. Just yeah, and like that's just I'm... <laughs> Monfils is not a loser, he's a but he's a bit he's of a maverick. Like the he's French. a winner. Yeah, he's a winner, and like he's a maverick crowd pleaser. Because that's the thing um, you notice. Like Rafa isn't actually that revered. No the French, like, as much as you think for having been won it eleven times, they do actually love. They came out in force for Monfils. They love him. Just because of the way he plays, I think, and like it's just very French the way he plays. Yeah, he's, he's an, just he's he, an entertainer. He I expresses love, I, himself. I love watching Monfils play. He expresses himself he's, through he's his a, tennis. Like, he's a, yeah, he's an athlete, shot maker. Whereas Nadal's beautiful to watch in a different way. 
He's like regimented. And he's a and beautiful man. Ruthless. <laughs> yeah. They're like completely opposite opposite ends of the spectrum, then too. Yeah. I, I, I actually agree with like, you. We're saying about beauty and tennis again, but they're both beautiful in their own way. They are. It's whatever you it's whatever you fancy, whatever floats your boat. You are beautiful no matter what you say. Words can't bring you down. Mm-hmm. Remember that, Game One Feast. Yeah. I hope you win it. I hope you win it this is year. He, is he still in the French? Yeah, smashing it. Is he? Mm. I mean, yeah, I didn't even know he was... I never know if he's actually playing in these tournaments because he's just so far gone. Oh, he smashed it. Yeah. He won 6-love, six 6-4, six 6-1. He's gone all French. That'll be... Oh, against Adrien Manaino. He's, he's that, great. He's actually quite a good player. Yeah, that'll be a great match to watch that. He's someone really randomly that John Inverdale absolutely loves. Manarino? Yeah. Yeah. Don't <laughs> quite know why, I, I but... I also know it's on like, the highlights as well that... John uh, Inverdale can't go a day without mentioning that Nicholas Mahu, Nicola Mahu, and John Isner match. <laughs> no, <laughs> every time there's like a five setter on, he's like, "Oh, getting memories of John Isner, Nicola Mahu here." Everybody, like, <laughs> <laughs> you see, Monfils is like seventeenth in the world at the minute, but because he's so good at the French, he's up to fourteenth in the in the seedings for it. that. Seeding one, <laughs> seeding one. That'd be classic shit house French Open. Baby, yeah, that. <laughs> just like just no classic yeah, just like press conference. Gil Monfils will be seeded at one. No further questions. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy the tournament. Is Richard Gasquet playing in it? Yeah, he lost today. Did he? Yeah. Oh. I love Richard Gasquet. I feel like yeah, him and Songa unfortunately coming to the end of their uh, yeah, end of their tether on the decline. Yeah, oh, they've, well. they've got an absolute raft of players though. The French still. No, oh, mate. Well, even draw, Chardy, the draw, like Lucas Puy, like it's the guy. Even the guy who beat Norrie today is like yeah, he's French. French. Yeah, Jeez. ridiculous. Yeah, Richard Gasquet, number thirty-nine in the world. He's slowly slipping down. He's uh... another beautiful player to watch, though. Oh, he's single-handed backhand. See him play. Yeah, oh, oh. That backhand. I would. Oh, do I'd do ridiculous things to have that backhand? Yeah, honestly. Oh, Songa world eighty-two as well. Like they yeah. are just. I would, I would not do ridiculous things to have Songa's backhand. That is... But to have his fun and his, yeah. his, his, his is just yeah his forehands yeah. Oh, and for his fun, but his forehand as well. Absolute schlapper. Yeah. Well, feel like we reached the end of our tether. Yep. Feel that like it's notes. Yeah. Now next week. Wait, when does the French Open end? Next a next on, Sunday. So next. A week on Sunday I'm in Spain. Love it. So I mean that's no pod though. Um We'll the following I'm back yeah. the following Monday. Oh, so I've, we'll we'll have to do our French Open debrief. Have a week yeah, have some time to You know, like the players have a week in. off after the French. Mm-hmm. We'll have a week off. Yeah, take it. And in. we're back. So Absolutely. I'm a, Week and a half, two weeks, just to hear our beautiful voices again. But until then, yeah. I mean, au revoir. Au revoir. Um, we need like a nice phrase for goodbye, you know. Um, I think, like, keep your forehand fully cocked, fully western. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What do you say at like, the end of a well? No, you can't say well. Played. Well played. Um, just good game. Good game. Good game, chaps. Um, <laughs> Good luck. Go well. Yeah. Like, go well the classic yeah. everyone says, but let's take him on another um, podcast. Can't, yeah. can't steal that. Yeah, it's still weird how you introduce each other at the beginning of a tennis match. Yeah, yeah, it's just first names. That's weird. Well, that's something the listeners can write into us about. What's a good going sign out? Off. A good sign-off. A good sign-off phrase. That's the yeah. one, yeah. And we are now... Match, so, match yeah. point. Match point. Game, set, match. Game, set, match. <laughs> <laughs> game, game set, set and match, match. <laughs> um, oh, god it's gonna I'm gonna have nightmares about this gonna have a sleepless night I'm gonna have a sleepless night well uh, any 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 ideas for it write in because we're lost yeah
That's all. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Right. Peace out. Take it easy. And all that we've got to say now is new balls, please.